the poem that I has been coming to me lately, uh, primarily because of the sort of where we are right now as a globe, as a universe, as a species. And I wonder sometimes what it is to have hope or to even want to be where you are right now, despite the suffering that's all around you. And I think that's something that's a core uh, of my work, something that I'm always trying to work through and work with. Um, and so I call this poem sort of an apocalyptic love poem uh, called The Conditional. Say tomorrow doesn't come. Say the moon becomes an icy pit. Say the sweet gum tree is petrified. Say the sun's a foul black tire fire. Say the owl's eyes are pinpricks. Say the raccoon's a hot tar stain. Say the shirt's plastic ditch litter. Say the kitchen's a cow's corpse. Say we never get to see it. Bright future stuck like a bum star, never coming close, never dazzling. Say we never meet her, never him. Say we spend our last moments staring at each other, hands knotted together, clutching the dog, watching the sky burn. Say it doesn't matter. Say that would be enough. Say you'd still want this, us alive, right here, feeling lucky. And I think it's really an important thing to consider because what I think the danger is when we are faced with reality and if we want to be clear-eyed and intelligent and look at the science and understand really what is happening to our planet, I think the danger in that sort of pulling in of that information and absorbing it is to fall down the well. And what happens if we all just give up, right? I mean, we're sort of seeing that on some levels where people are saying, well, it's all going to burn anyway. So why does it matter, right? Like that's that, that kind of thinking feels very, that nihilistic thinking feels very dangerous to me. And so I always want to bring it back to like, what is it to hold scary, frightening, you know, even overwhelmingly terrifying thoughts within us, but then also have some seed of hopefulness, some seed of acceptance and surrender to that there can be beauty. And maybe there's even more beauty now as we see it shifting and changing and maybe slipping away from us. There's moments in my work where I've realized I'm trying to get at something. And then instead of trying to find an answer, I think I ask more questions. Um, and I think that is uh, very much in the poem, um, The Vulture and the Body, which has to do with when I was, for a while, we were trying to figure out if we wanted to have a child um, to bring someone into this world. Um, and then we decided that we did. And then, uh, I found out that I couldn't have a child. Um, and so this is in the middle of fertility treatments and this kind of, and I, again, it was sort of a, a feeling within me that how do I 
how do I pace these things together in a way that makes sense in my mind? Um, and of course, the only way I could do that was through language. Um, this is the vulture and the body. On my way to the fertility clinic, I pass five dead animals. First, a raccoon with all four paws to the sky, like he's gonna catch whatever bullshit loads falls on him next. Then a grown coyote, his golden furred body soft against the white cement lip of the traffic barrier, trickster no longer, an eye closed to what's coming. Close to the water tower that says Florencio, which means I'm near Cincinnati, but still in the bluegrass state, and close to my exit, I see three dead deer, all staggered, but together. And I realize as I speed past in my death machine that they are family. I say something to myself between a prayer and a curse. How dare we live on this earth? I want to tell my doctor how we all hold a duality in our minds, futures entirely different, footloose or forged. I want to tell him how lately it's enough to be reminded that my body is not just my body, but that I'm made of old stars, and so's he. And that last Tuesday, I sat alone in the car by the post office and just was for a whole hour no one knowing how to find me until I got out the sound of the car door shutting like a gun and mailed letters, all of them saying, thank you. But in the clinic, the sonogram wand showing my follicles, he asks if I have any questions and says, things are getting exciting. I wanna say, but what about all the dead animals? But he goes quicksilver and I'm left to pull my panties up like a big girl. Some days there is a violent sister inside of me and a red ladder that wants to go elsewhere. I drive home on the other side of the road going south now. The white coat has said I'm ready and I watch as a vulture crosses over me heading toward the carcasses I haven't properly mourned or even forgiven. What if instead of carrying a child, I am supposed to carry grief? The great black scavenger flies parallel now, each of us speeding intently and driven toward what we've been taught to do with death. <laughs>